0: Hey everybody, it's me, Mama D, it's time for a conversation with friends, and my friend today is oops, Luke Walker, excuse me, Big I'm Luke over Walker.
1: here, we could like hand each other stuff, and it's weird.
0: So Sit. And then I gotta go the other way though, because <laughs> right now, that's, that way is my window, but you're on that side of me, i on my computer, yeah. so it's like, <sighs> it's,
1: it's all backwards, but we're gonna live through it.
0: Yes, I, I think so, if we don't, well... Hmm. I'll just, yeah. I'll
1: just come back and haunt a lot of fun people. <laughs> hey, that's what I always figured. I, if I ever come back and haunt somebody, it's gonna—I'm gonna make it weird. I'm not gonna do it uh, the regular way and just rattle some chains and close mm-hmm. some doors. You know, I'm gonna—I'm like gonna, uh, share their browser history with people or something. You know, just.
0: <laughs> Certain people keep talking about hubs so let's see if they actually have it on their computers.
1: Yeah, exactly. See, we can we can we can out a bunch of people and just be, be miserable.
0: <gasps> oh, oh, I would never be miserable. I would have so much fun doing it. Hey, Haggis, oh, yeah. how you doing? We have so you... a lovely young lady in in YouTube, and she is called Haggis Hunter. In the beginning, I thought she was a guy, and I apologize because last time I figured it out because she told. Me, mm. When you get new people, it's confusing.
1: Yeah. It's in, and it's in like, uh, uh, my, my, uh, heterosexual life mate, Funk Funkmaster V Vinnie Vineyard just signed up to Instagram and he figured out what I figured out long ago on Instagram is you can't, you don't know who anybody is nope. because nobody has their name in there. It's all just like, who is flower, Butt? I don't know anybody named flower, <laughs> <Butt>. this is... <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. It's funny. Oh, just, I, I, my, my husband, um, he signed up for, he doesn't sign up for Instagram. He signed up for Snapchat. Oh, our, our kids do snap. No, our kids do Snapchat. And I, that's how I get pictures of my, my grandbaby. Huh. And, um, my youngest son has a name on there, which my husband is like, what the hell is that doing?" doing? Like, no, it's not yours. It's his. Don't worry. It's
1: too- yeah. My, uh, like whenever Snapchat first came out, uh, my brother calls me up and he says, you got to sign up for this thing. And, uh, I signed up for it, and I was like, "I don't get it. I don't understand." He goes, "Oh, you se- you know, you can send pictures, and they disappear." I was like, "Well, what's the point of that?" He goes, "Oh, if you send naked pictures," <laughs> and I'm like, "For one, I'm not the guy that sends naked pictures. For two, <laughs> you're my brother." <laughs> don't
0: send me no naked pictures, bro. <laughs> seriously.
1: So that's that's that 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 all got. So I uh, I, I played around on that for like you know just five minutes and then i haven't gone back to that 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 just seems that that's 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 uh i'm i'm too old for stuff like that i think
0: for me i just use it as fun i will go every so often i'll do a facebook thing i'll go oh snapchat filters and try a bunch of different things some are fun some are not but you know basically it's just i signed up because my kids were there
1: ah i get you i get you
0: mom's gotta suck them somehow
1: (laughs) Yeah, you gotta keep you gotta keep keep up with the kids. I don't know. My daughter's on something different all the time. She's fifteen. She's I don't even know the words that she uses for half of her social media stuff. And I wanna I wanna be a good dad and keep up with it and keep up with what she's doing, but it's I uh,
0: never fifth, at least I'm I'm lucky. My youngest is now in his twenties, so I'm like no more children at home. Yeehaw. they're they're far away but not that far. You know, they could actually drive to see me except for Hello Corona. Yeah. And, um, but you know what, I, I, I watch what they do and I kind of, some of them, I kind of go, why did you, what, there you go. Okay. That's when the mom goes away and, and Darlene goes, Who the hell
1: <laughs> well, see, I've got a, I've got a 15 year old daughter and a 12 year old son and, uh, I am dreading them leaving the house. I don't want them. I want, I want them to age, hit 18 and, and then reverse in age because yeah. I just, I can't do it.
0: I didn't think I could. Um, I have three, and I, my daughter moved out when she was eighteen, and she went to move out to go to school for a good reason. There you go. Um, and and I cried, but not in front of her. But I cried. And then my middle son moved out west, and I cried. My baby son moved when he was oh god, twenty something. No, I can't remember. But he wanted to move. Because I live in a small town, so he wanted to get a job that didn't have everybody knowing who his mother was, you know.
1: Ah, uh, there you go.
0: And so he moved out with his brother and got him a job in construction. Oh, well, they, nice. they're they're good boys. They they they, they behave ish, you know. They take after their mother. They have to behave. Not
1: <laughs> well, good, well, good.
0: There you go. Okay, well, enough chit chat about. My children. Um, first off, let's see. I, I I have to take notes, otherwise I'm kind of, sort of useless. But otherwise, even you're... notes will probably go out the window anyway. Yeah. It, otherwise,
1: you'll forget. You'll forget who I am, and I I can't even describe oh, no.
0: me. I cannot. I cannot forget who you are. You are the man who sings in the bathtub.
1: I am, and for some ducks. reason, and for some reason, with nothing purple in this room, I am purple. I don't know what's going on color. here. Yeah. I've got a blue light and a green light. Does blue and green make purple? No, it makes. Brown isn't it? Um, could
0: make purple. Who knows? But could also be that you're on the purple side of my my
1: background. Oh yeah. Hey, maybe Never if known. I maybe if I go on, get on your side with you. Hold on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Didn't work. I tortured my guests by making them all purple. Yeah. Purple.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. So let's get this. Let's get down to business here. You're an ex-cop. Yes. Still a pro wrestler.
1: Uh, occasionally, uh, That's, yeah. But
0: it's still every so often you do. I saw something on Facebook that you'll be doing it like next weekend. Uh,
1: Saturday, yeah. At, at, uh, it, it's it's uh, Tennessee's really re- eased its restrictions uh, on gatherings and everything. So we've been doing a lot of uh, – uh, and also uh, there's a loophole for charity events. And we pro wrestlers love charity events. We don't mm-hmm. get paid for them. But yeah. we, we love, uh, and that's, that's one thing, you know, crazy. Everybody thinks about, you know, pro wrestlers. I'm the six foot eight, 250 pound giant. And, you know, you, you see me with the long hair and I might scare some people, but we, uh, most wrestlers have hearts of gold and, you know, we, we love our charity events. We're doing one Saturday for his uh, boy Devin who has got cancer. Uh, he's lived with cancer almost his whole life and he's just a young man. Uh, so we're going to do that and have a good time, uh, at a, at a bar. But it's outdoors, oh, wow. you know, like 200 people will probably be there. And, uh,
0: hey, it's you know, for a good cause. What the heck? Everybody just wear their masks and be dealing with it. Just, yeah. I can find you, I can see you with a mask. It just wouldn't work. <laughs> it's uh, scary.
1: It, it's, I wear a bandana, I don't wear the mask. Uh, the masks actually don't fit my big big old head.
0: Um not saying it works. Okay, so I need uh, to get pro- the Magnum wrestler- mask. There you go, but you need. To, I've been watching people going. They're complaining about the masks because they're all too, especially for the guys, too girly or you know, too calm and tame. They, they're putting some out there that are like uh, from ghost ghost to shows and horror movies and stuff like that. And they, some guys got uh, had a mask. I think it was a stormtrooper or something from. Yeah, uh, I've,
1: I, I I ordered a baklava, uh, and it oh. is, it's got it's got the original Mjolnir, not the uh, not the uh, uh, Marvel hold on, not, oh jeez. hold on, Ah! not, sorry, I'm really ruining this whole thing, not, not this Mjolnir, Uh, it's,
0: that's the toolkit, right,
1: yeah, that's, that's, that's the Thor's hammer from uh, the Marvel, but uh, I ordered one with the uh, Celtic, or the uh, Norse Thor's hammer on it, and it's, you know, nobody's going to know what that is. But I'm a nerd, so I, I can do it. I can wear that with pride.
0: Okay, but that Thor's hammer—is that the toolkit that they that they had? No, out
1: here? No, no, that okay. that one's a, 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 a cosplay re- recreation. It wasn't cheap. I wasted a lot of money on it, but I love it.
0: Hey, you know, as long as you're happy with it, you know, I'm not gonna complain?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't grow up with a lot of toys, so I, as an adult. You <laughs>
0: So, you grow up and, and you find your toys now. You can create exactly. your toys. Exactly. Because no one's going to tell you not to use the hammer and the drill and the saw. Ooh. No, not at all. Well, actually, the missus Knight, but you know. I'm not sure if she's going to kick your butt or you're just going to go, uh huh, yeah, and walk up do it anyway. Do it anyway. Okay. There you go. She's got. Oh,
1: I'm a, I'm a cigarette smoker. I apologize.
0: That's, that's okay. I'm, I'm an ex cigarette <laughs> smoker and it doesn't bother me. And if it bothers anybody, I'm, I, I, I'm the boss here. What's
1: I had right? no, I had no problem uh, cutting out sugar, even though sugar withdrawals were—it's uh, a real thing. But cigarettes, I—I I started smoking when I was 25 years old, like an idiot. And uh, I, I just every time I try to quit, something ridiculous happens. I tried to quit once, and my apartment got robbed, and they stole about everything in my apartment except for a pack of you cigarettes. That was, you know, and it's just every time I try to quit, something terrible terrible happens. So oh,
0: It's gosh, almost it's sure. almost like
1: it's almost like I, I I probably put that on myself, but it is it's just some kind of weird coincidence thing, but it's happened like five times where just the worst of things have happened when I've tried to quit smoking.
0: So that means like you're not supposed to. And it you know what, it as bad as it is, and, and I like I said I'm an ex smoker, but I'm not the type of kind of person that goes when someone smokes around you like <laughs>
1: Well, well I used to be. Do, do you get that? No. Mm-hmm. I used to be one of those violent anti-smokers. I used to just yeah. I would, uh, you know, people would smoke around me, and I'd you, you're gross, disgusting. This isn't the world is your. Because you tray. still wanted
0: it. That's because you still wanted the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pro wrestler to paranormal investigator. Where did those?
1: I will. I will tell you. Um, I know. On on. I we you know. I've done. Plenty of podcasts. Uh, we started doing podcasts uh, about seven years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I. But I've been on a lot of podcasts too. And if, the, the Paranormal Podcast—they always have that one exact same question: How did you get started in the Paranormal? You know, it's all Phoenix you know? fault, isn't it? No, uh, okay. actually, uh, it, it, Pro Wrestler into uh, Paranormal Investigators. I was is, was different timelines of my life. Um, mm-hmm. I started pro wrestling in uh, 1994. But uh, I didn't even know what a paranormal uh, investigator was at that time, except for watching Ghostbusters. But I didn't have the luxury or opportunity to never believe in ghosts, uh, because when, like, uh, I, when I was six, I we lived in this huge house in Downers Grove, Illinois, and uh, my mom was telling me a story, a ghost story about the house, and then uh, we moved to another she the ghost apparently got to her so bad in that house that we moved to another house she she one something happened she she left the house with a broken leg and never went back in it Ooh. and so we went to another house and uh, as soon as i walked in i mean i was 6 7 years old i knew something was wrong but i never uh, you know when you're 6 7 years old you believe in ghosts yeah you know you're not sitting there going well metaphysically and scientifically it could just be a you know um but I, there well, I was probably we were there for a couple of weeks and I was walking up to the house from the backyard and I knew there was a ghost in the house. I knew there was one on the second floor in my room. And I was like, OK, so uh, I just had the, the, the feeling, the haunches. And then probably a few years later, we moved to another or we were searching for houses mm-hmm. and we go out and me and my mom and my brother are looking at these different houses and we walk into one in bowlingbrook illinois and all three of us walk in and go nope and walk back out <laughs> because oh, wow. it just had you know so i i mean i, I you know I, i've never had the luxury of of not believing in ghosts because i've always known there was ghosts i always mm-hmm. known there was I, I don't know exactly what they are i don't know you know how to scientifically or spiritually or religiously explain them but I know that what we perceive as ghosts exist. So, um, fast forward to 2003 and I became a police officer and I gave up, I had to give up uh, pro wrestling except for charity events. Um, so I wasn't a pro wrestler when I became a paranormal investigator, me and uh, a guy I worked with, uh, Pruitt, uh, we both were talking about paranormal stuff and then we started noticing you know on the job different things that were kind of unexplainable different paranormal type things were you know at different calls and everything Mm -hmm. so we decided we were going to start a team called uh smart paranormal the smoky mountain area research team of the paranormal I know it's a a mouthful wow okay
0: smart there we go (laughs) yeah but that
1: was about about 2007 and you know oh I've been Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Now we moved away from Chicago, but, um, so we started paranormal investigations, but a couple years later, I, uh, left the police department and I met Funkmaster V almost immediately. And we started doing a TV show called great American wrestling for Fox. We started, we produced it, we filmed it, uh, and edited it and everything and wrote it. And we did really good with it, but nobody got us. Cause we're, we're stupid we're we're ridiculous human beings i mean funk master v big luke you know we're 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 not we're ridiculous humans we know this but we people that get us get us and Mm -hmm. so we decided we were going to do our own thing and he kind of was interested in the paranormal stuff and we met this dork that uh kind of brought it all together and he was supposed to teach us how to ghost hunt and we went out and we knew more than he did Uh, Just right off the bat. Now, I will say that, yes, I I did watch the the ghost shows. Uh, uh, Ghost Hunters was, you know, a good show, stuff like that. But we we did it, uh, you know, for for our curiosity. But we're also, you know, people say, well, you guys are just TV guys. You just are trying to get on TV. It could be further from the truth. But it's also 100% the truth. We weren't trying to get on TV with paranormal investigation. We had mm-hmm. we had already been on TV.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, we, we were just trying to c- continue the momentum in something in a field that interested us. And if we're going to go paranormal investigation and make a TV show, those are two of my favorite things in the world. Combine them together, awesome. So, wrestling with ghosts was born, where pro wrestlers, mm-hmm. ghost hunters, sounds- and we that. got yeah, we got a lot of network attention. Uh, we were We were signed to quite a few different uh, uh network deals that all uh, fell through uh because they didn't want funny you know and and we if, if you take the funny out of us that first, it, it ruins our style because our 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 technique of paranormal investigation we call the charge is based off of positive human energy uh mm-hmm. you know everybody's everybody's interested in the scarers and the 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 cryptic side of paranoia. We, we figure, hey, you know, there's a lot of people that die that aren't evil. Yep. You know, <laughs> why, why don't we talk to them? So we try to do that and we get great results from it. So if you take that aspect out of us, then we're just, you know, a couple Another of, a
0: bunch,
1: yeah. yeah. A couple of dorks wandering around in empty buildings with green lights mm-hmm. on.
0: But, but it's not possible because I have watched you guys and I think you're hysterical. And I think I've, because I've never paranormal investigated. Um, I know that when I do, it will have to be with Paranormal Mysteries Team because, God help me, I'm going to say it out loud, I trust Jay Lynch. I don't trust to do everything he says, but I trust that he'll have my back. We have, we,
1: we have investigated, actually, uh, just to throw the oh, plug in, July, uh, July 15th, uh, the release of the episode of Hales Bar Dam uh, is going to be on a side TV. That's going to be on Roku, Fire Stick, and... Uh, Apple TV and the yeah. Internet. Uh, use the promo code FUNKY when you uh, subscribe. Uh, that's going to be releasing on the 15th. And I will tell you that we've investigated with a lot of people. And mm-hmm. uh, Jay Lynch, Teresa Lynch, and those, uh, the Paranormal Jay Mysteries Santana. teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay, uh, paranormal Mysteries is the best paranormal team I've ever seen. Not just because of their theories, but because of their safety because of their their common sense and because um, they're just pros, they know. I mean, they they're such a well oiled machine, and they're skeptical of themselves, which is something I love. Yeah. They're you know, if if three people believe something happened, two people will go, eh, let's look at something else," and then all five people are going, "Well, maybe that's you know." They 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 challenge themselves, and there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing uh, I, I find more important to a uh, paranormal investigator, especially a team, is uh, to be skeptical of yourself.
0: Yeah, and and they invite the challenge. They invite people to, and I know they, they, because I also follow them too, um, they put on their videos when they're out there, if you have a comment, if you think you understand what that sound is, they didn't get it, you know, put it in there, write it in a comment. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and- and we do something a little different than they do is what we do is we'll, you know, we're on, Said that uh, Hales Bar Dam is the end of season two, and we're also releasing season, the uh, pre, pre, premiere of season three the same day. We've been holding on to this episode for six months for this aside TV to take off. But um, we will present evidence and say, and we don't say this is what it, you know, this is 100% what it <coughs> is. We want you, we, we leave it up to you. If you yeah. hear so- if we hear something, we'll say that's what we think it says. But what do you think it says?
0: Yeah, exactly. You li- you leave the the audience, the people who are watching, a chance to come up with what they believe it is. Um, Haggis Hunter says, "I agree with you, Luke. I can't stand it on TV shows who antagonize the ghost. It's so sad that they are only human souls. There is no need for aggression on some of the shows towards spirit."
1: Well, I'll speak on that if you allow me, because I love yes. to talk. Um, Go for it. One of our major theories is with uh, the positive energy, the charge that we do, um, if you as a human being are sitting alone in a house and a group of people come in and sit in your living room and start yelling threats mm-hmm. and come at me, bro, and all this stuff, are you going to go hang out with those people or are you going to leave? Now, if they're, you, a bunch of people come in your living room and they seem cool, they're having a good time, they're... Uh, inviting you in, you're probably going to go in. So that's yeah. uh, that's. But TV doesn't want that. Uh, every every station we talk to, I'm talking from Netflix to HBO to A and E to I mean channels that don't have paranormal. We're we're talking to us. A and E talked to us, um, and we signed. We we're going to sign a deal with them. But then as soon as uh, the the uh, producer the uh, oh it's a, the, the program director wanted us to do paranormal investigation, but I guarantee this is what happened. He didn't sell us exactly this, but I guarantee this is what happened. He goes, oh, well, nobody knows who these guys are. Go out and get somebody we know. Next thing we know, we're, we're, we're red lit and Grant Wilson has signed. So, you know, but Grant is, Grant's a good guy. I wouldn't take Mm -hmm. it from him, but he, and you know, uh, he has the system down where it's all, you know, very technical and very, Mm -hmm. and I hate to say this, very boring. Uh, And, yeah, you know, his show is, is 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 a snore fest, and I don't understand how that's you know why they wanted that. But why would you want funny teams, you know? But I I, I like the other guys' uh, show. Uh, I've watched it once or twice. With uh, I like I really like Steve Gonzabs I think he's a great guy. And uh, Dave Tango seemed to... they have fun with their investigations, and I think people like to see that and would want to see other people doing that. But no, they want the demon chair hunter of death doom and destruction yeah. Yeah. portals yeah. portals to hell
0: because I think I think the reason is is because people don't realize out that, that there is better out there so it's yeah. getting through with with Facebook and with with you guys on ASI aside paranormal and and on YouTube it's getting out there so more people are gonna understand it so you know what you guys are making your own shows now
1: well and that's that's what we've always preferred to do is uh like i I've been an independent musician my whole life an independent wrestler uh independent songwriter uh you know i an independent you know we song. make skits and no, we've always made skits and 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 little uh comedy bits and 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 I don't want somebody telling me you can't wear those shoes you can't you know you can't have that hat on uh you can't say that word you can't say this you can't do i don't want that we want to do things our way we'll censor ourselves uh we were actually uh when we were talking about censoring we were like we should you know we wanted to do it raw and keep in swear words and keep in yeah. farts you know because everybody farts on paranormal investigations everybody does and and you know we have kept in a few farts but we don't have we don't have
0: smell-o-vision yet so we're good no. go for it Fart.
1: but we, we uh we we did a an episode or two and we kept the swears in before we released them and then Vinny's like you know what i think i'm gonna beep them and it's so much funnier to beep it out it's okay. beep beeps are hilarious so i'm all for you know like uh beeping stuff out so you know we didn't want to censor ourselves or, or hide anything but beeping is definitely you know the the beep i i, I love yeah, because that because that
0: also makes people's imaginations work harder as to whether you, you drop an f-bomb or an s-bomb or you know they kind of figure it out but yeah you said see the beep because you're not cutting anything out you're just putting a flower over a fart it doesn't always work but it works
1: it it doesn't yeah but you know sometimes <laughs> you know sometimes. And two different occasions on our show, a fart has led to activity. You've heard laughs. Yes. You, you've heard some something laugh, or you've heard you know uh, uh, something move around. Right afterwards, you got to keep the fart in. This episode is of Hales Bar Dam uh, is hilarious because uh, Vinny goes off to take a whiz. He's got to pee, and uh, I'm sitting there at a table and uh, playing with these these things. They're uh, the the ankle game the ankle game it's a Turkish game it's goat ankle they're goat ankle bones and you roll them mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there playing with that I have no idea what I'm doing but Vinny goes off and he's in a room taking a leak and apparently he comes out and he goes dude I was peeing in this thing and something growled at me I was like what he goes yeah I was peeing down this 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 uh, drain and something growled at me from the corner I was like okay well I'm definitely gonna go pee in the room now. So this is this is on the show. I mean, why would we hide that? We got great paranormal evidence. that you can hear yeah. the growls playing as day, while we're also peeing down a tube. It's you know that's that's real.
0: That's true. Air Haggis Hunter says, "Wow, that's so funny." Everyone mostly finds toilet humor very funny. It's
1: true. Well, it, it, but again, paranormal and funny, uh, entertainment-wise, don't normally go together. Uh, but. I think everybody that's gone on every real paranormal investigator. Uh, and, you know, I, you know me, I, I'm a I'm a butt nut and I've got all sorts of opinions. But I, I think real paranormal investigators, people that go to, you know, houses instead of, you know, I went to Waverly once. I'm a ghost hunter. Um, I think real paranormal investigators realize that it's there's a lot of laughs. There's a lot of funny things that happen on investigations. And those are things the world also needs to know, so we don't have yeah. people come with us that are all, you know, come at me, bros, and tight black T-shirts and that kind of mess.
0: Well, I had no worries about that because I don't own a black T-shirt, <laughs> or otherwise. But I think in the beginning, before I knew anything about anybody doing paranormal investigations, all I was knew was like the TV shows. And that was just kind of like, eh, and I couldn't get into it. I didn't find it that interesting. You know, I mean, if you figured me out by now, I like to smile and laugh and I enjoy the good time. So the icky, dark, gooey, gluey, it's not my style. But when I first saw, um, Jay and, and his crew, Jay and Teresa and, the, and that crew there, I was like, I was killing myself laughing to the point where one of the places that they investigated, the one one cafe, um, I connected to a spirit that was there with them, and I'd never done that before. Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, this is just perfect because it's good, it's humor, it's funny, it's serious but funny." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm going to watch them," and so it well, just kind of sucked me in.
1: I will tell you where the uh, the idea that humor uh, it, 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 we stumbled acro- across it that humor actually can provoke at, better than prov- you know, than anger and malice is uh, when I was. It, Probably 2000, 2000, 2007, 2008, when I was with Smart Paranormal, it was just me and John. Uh, we got into an, an old church, and I'm walking through the church, and nothing's going on. And uh, I'm panning the camera around, and I turn real quick, and there's a picture of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, on the wall. And I go, oh, Jesus! <laughs> and and that's the first time I caught paranormal evidence, because something went, ha,
0: ha, ha. Cute. I like that.
1: And, yeah. And so then, you know, we started playing around with that. Is, is, wait a minute. Did something, did a ghost just laugh? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of where it, it all blossomed from there. And, uh, not, and also with us, um, we want to have fun with, uh, if, if I'm not out having fun with my friends, what am I doing?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, So, you know, if I'm out, if if my best friends are my paranormal team, Travis, Vinny, and uh, Candy Thompson, um, those are my best friends. And if we go to dinner, if we go to a wrestling show, if we go to the movies, if we go do anything, we're having a good time. Why would it be different on a ghost hunt?
0: Yeah, exactly. Diane says, funny how people all pull in spirits unintentionally for the first time, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and it, it's, uh you know, after some of the things that happened on the road as a police officer and stuff, stuff that happened to me as a kid, I mean, I knew there were spirits, but uh I starting to think there's a lot more than we think. And we're just not tapping into them. We're not because we're all, you know, going out there yelling at them instead of embracing them instead of joking with them you know if you're you know that's that's always been our theory we flirt we flirt with the girls we we hang out with the you know we joke with the guys and we play with the kids and that tends to get great results
0: exactly and it's it um about a year ago when i restarted uh after a little summer break um one of my first guests was uh jim and that was the first person who spoke to me about being a cop and how it related to his paranormal investigation. You know him as well, he yeah. chose his way home a while back. But yeah. he explained to me how he's, and I was like, that kind of sort of makes sense. So now I can connect, you know, being a cop, being a cop and how it works into paranormal, how he yeah. saw it connecting. So it, cause some people don't sit there and realize like, you are a normal guy outside of paranormal investigating and singing in the bathroom. You are a normal guy. So how would you, you know, how do you put the two, where do they, where do they intersect? Where do they connect? So that's what I like to find out is where the, the, the intersection. Cause I never saw a ghost in my entire life or heard a ghost that I know of. I've heard voices, but I can't be sure because it was in a busy place. It just, but it didn't fit. So it's like, okay, there's something there, but, to, to watch the connection, like I said, when Jim told me how we connected to him and you, I didn't know that you saw, you know, spirit from, from when you were a child. I didn't even know that you lived in a haunted house. Sorry.
1: Well, and there was, there's, I mean, a lot of other things with law enforcement that I can get into. Um, like there's, there was calls where uh, I'm giving somebody CPR and you know, when they die and you feel like one guy uh I won't mention bring his name up but he was a very loved man we were there for a hospice call we're me and another officer standing in another room with the hospice nurse and all three of us just felt love and we knew he had passed mm-hmm. okay that is a paranormal experience uh, another time me and that exact same officer was giving somebody CPR in a hotel room and and the lights it they didn't go dim they encroached the lights, you know, it started getting dark in the corners of the room, and it started feeling terrible, and then all of a sudden, it snapped, and the whole room just went white again. We're like, oh, we should just stop giving him CPR. This guy's, this guy's gone somewhere bad, and uh, the first time I actually 100% saw a ghost uh, was Christmas morning, I think 2008. Uh, about nine o'clock in the morning, I was uh, up at the Greenbrier restaurant. Uh, I was, it was closed, and I was hanging out because cops don't do anything on Christmas Day if they just handle calls, you know, everything else, but I'm just hanging out there, and I look at the restaurant, and there's a woman standing on the patio. Uh, it's a glassed-in patio where, where they have dining, and I was like, what's she doing here? It's a day off, and then I look closer, and she was standing in the table. Okay. And so I reached for, I reach for my phone to take a picture. It's like an old blackberry storm i think was the phone and i reached for a phone take a picture look up she's gone uh and we ended up our first episode of wrestling with ghosts uh investigates that restaurant so and if anybody comes to gatlinburg go to the greenbrier restaurant it's hard to find it's an awesome place and lydia lawson the ghost there and my friend david who's also now a haunt there they're they're great spirits you're going to want to hang out with them. Lydia will make you. You'll be dancing with Lydia. You, next thing we were up there and we're just start. All of a sudden we start like ballroom dancing and we realize that Lydia's dancing with us. It was crazy. Nice. And there, and, and there and is. That we did, we on didn't find page, all the death records.
0: Uh,
1: that one will be on a side paranormal. Everything's going to no a side paranormal is going to die uh, on oh. the fifth on the 14th. And it's going to be a side TV. A.S.Y. TV. We're, we're okay. merging all of our all of it together into a side TV on Roku and uh Roku Fire Stick and Apple TV.
0: Of course, all the ones that I don't have, right? You couldn't have put it on Netflix or, or Disney <laughs> well, it'll, Plus. will be on the
1: internet. <laughs> oh no, Netflix Netflix now Netflix now does not like me and Vinny. So
0: <laughs> How rude.
1: Yeah, we 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 uh ruined that relationship, but you know, hey, it's we got to stick to principles over principles over uh uh opportunity sometimes.
0: Yeah. No, that's the way it works. Okay, we got a couple of things in the chat room. Fantastic. Okay, from Scott Stevenson. the whole of the spiritual scene is too buttoned up and run by organizations slash people who have a, who have a face like a cat's butt with lemon slice up, lemon slices up.
1: Well, and you know what's I even worse is uh, television paranormal. Uh, I've met all the program directors, all the producers they have no idea of what paranormal investigation is. That's what's even worse is what you're presented on TV. You're being presented. You know, a team might know what they're doing, but the people producing the show, editing the show, scripting Mm -hmm. the show, no clue what they're doing. And, uh, I find me and, uh, my, my team who we don't, we, we ditched the name. We don't have a team name. We're the team that makes wrestling with ghosts. Um, we, uh, we kind of float on the outskirts. We, you know, the independents, we don't really, you know, we, we have a few other teams that we get along with, but we kind of float on the outside because we don't want to be influenced by other, you know, other people's, uh, you know, telling us we got to do this this way, we got to do that that way. But that's just not us. We we prefer to stay on the fringes. Also, there's a bunch of creeps floating around the paranormal field. I, I, I was not, I was not, I, I noticed, um, This girl, Sarah Shelton, made a post a couple weeks ago. She goes, how come it seems that everybody I'm deleting off of my Facebook page for racism is in the paranormal field? And then I started realizing the exact same thing. I was like, yeah, we got to we got to straighten that out or because I can't be associated with that stuff, man. That's I've got a have got kids to raise. I've got a life to live. I can't be associated with with people that are saying just the just awful stuff. I was like, stop it
0: i had I had posted something on my Facebook wall, and um it was in support of the cops and this woman uh, posted, Oh, so you like uh, rapists and murderers and yada 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 as and you're you're a racist. I said, excuse me, Are you talking, do you even know who I am? and yeah. it was like, and I just sort of left her. I didn't delete her conversation because I believe that everybody has the right to their opinions. Right, wrong, or otherwise, they have a right. If it gets too stupid, yes, then you'll go. But it never got too bad. But uh, my co-host on on Thursday's show, Gina Bankston, she's a paranormal investigator. And when she spoke up, the woman called her a a, a charlatan and then said, "Oh, you're a fake. You you're just trying to take people's money because you're a paranormal investigator, and that's a bunch of BS."
1: And unimparam- oh, yeah, we may, we well, I got to tell you, we make a lot of money investigating ghosts. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's it's, it's plentiful. Yes. But I'll tell you I am all for everybody having an opinion. I love dissenting viewpoints. I also have the right to not listen to your opinion. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, I just I didn't say anything else along her conversation, but I just noticed when she dissed on on Gina and the paranormal investigation that she does, I went back to her Facebook page and there were like a lot of paranormal investigators on her page. So she was dissing her friends. So like it, uh
1: People are weird, and, and like I said, I, I rub people the wrong way. I'm opinionated. Uh, I tend to be more on the liberal side of things uh, socially, uh, and I annoy, I annoy people with that, because, but I always try to look at things with common sense, and if, if somebody's saying racist stuff uh, using the N-word, uh, I, I, I don't have anything in common with that person, and I don't want to hear their opinion. You know? That's just, well, that's just is- not who I am.
0: Yeah. well the thing is for, for me my, my husband is is an American from Philly and he's black by the way okay Oh my and, god yes I know and and but I married the man I didn't marry the color and I have yeah. beautiful biracial children and so when she was set, calling me a racist I mean all my friends are like are you serious do you know me? my daughter even tried to hello could you like look at who you're friending and talking to before it's like oh, yeah. okay, okay but the the n-word is it's not something like, and I know that that black people, color people, whatever you want to call them, use it to themselves. But that's my husband despises that word.
1: Yeah, well, and I mean, it's, so
0: it's not, you know, it's but it's everybody's different, you know, because yeah, I know the younger ones use it like, you know, water sometimes, yeah, I, and it's
1: like oh. to me, to me, it's a signal of, of low intelligence that if, if, if somebody uses it just because it's like. That's there are what other words out there, yeah. Yeah, there are, there, are, there are more eloquent ways of speaking. Even if you need to insult somebody, you can do it much more eloquently than that. That's just low Do brow. it in
0: French. Do it in French. Oh. There's, no, there's no N-word in French, not that I know of. And if there is, they're probably just putting a French accent to it. But do it in French. You can cuss people out in French. Just keep a smile on your face, and they will not know what the hell you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> but. Go ahead.
1: So we uh, just just to throw in more plugs. We are starting, uh, uh, as I said, we do a whole bunch of different stuff. You know, the pro wrestling, the wrestling with ghosts. We have three other shows that uh, TV or web series that we do. But we are filming a movie starting Sunday that I wrote uh, based on Vinny's brother's uh, experiences, also based on a couple local legends and things like that. But we are. It is finally time. We are filming a feature length movie. I got all the cameras, the lights. Can you can tell I got the lights. Some of the lights on. But uh, that starts Sunday, and we are so excited to to, to film this. It's going to be starring Funkmaster V uh, and our new girl Candy, and me and Travis make make uh, appearances in it as other is small. But it's called The Hike, and it's uh said it's 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 more of a psychological thriller than horror. But by God, it's got some it's got some some good stuff in it i think everybody's going to dig it when we finally get to release it
0: well i'm looking forward to it i and like i said i i troll you guys and and check out your facebook and your youtube so i'll be keeping an eye and every time that you do an event and you want to push advertise a little bit more share poke me with it and just say hey mamadi check this out share it there you go just, just, show it on the
1: well, page. what we want to do with this movie is because uh, Funk is, you know, he, 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 Funk Master V, but he uh, is is a very savvy businessman, you know, and he he hasn't he hasn't worked for anybody else besides himself in in a decade. Um, but he's you know working on selling selling the movie different places. But we actually, I think, we want to do uh, more of like. If they're doing the haunted Toledo thing, like I want to go to, I want to take the movie there and play it there and let people watch it and do a Q and A. I don't think I want to sell it to Netflix or, or Amazon Prime or anything and just let people watch it when they want. I think we, I want to make events out of it because I mean, all the money that 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 we're spending on this movie is not from investors; it's from us, us. and i would you know one to me once i spend money i don't ex- ever expect it to come back so what i want to do is i want to just go share this with people i want to you know charge three dollars admission to come sit and see our movie and get you know a couple hundred people there and go to different places all around america that sounds like the dream you know just traveling yeah. around touring a movie that's that's what i want to do i could care less if it gets if if they. Buy it and put it in a theater, or put it on on you know a streaming service. That, that, that doesn't interest me.
0: But I think I think there was there was an event last year um, I heard about, and they had streamed a movie a, a movie was recorded. I don't know who if they was independent or whatever. And the creator of the, the the movie was there. They were the ones who did it. They had it up on screen for everybody to watch that had gone to the to that event. I can't remember. I'm so good at this, right? I can't remember whose show it was, but but it was a hit doing it that way, and it yes. kind of makes sense. That's where you guys get together, where you have your fun, and this is where, like, for lack of a better word, your people are who are paranormal investigators who are interested in that spiritual side of it. And it's like, hello, it's Big Luke, yeah.
1: so and we're on. also we're also much cooler live. Uh, we we will tear up live Q and A events. Uh, we did some. You know, it's like we're going to a, an hour long stand-up comedy bit where we roast the crowd, roast each other, uh, tell just outlandish stories. Uh there's people that come just to see uh you know, we Gatlinburg Convention Center is a really big place and we did uh, a convention last October for a guy, uh it was called Creatures and Lore or something like that, and it was us and Doogie from uh Tennessee Wraith Chasers and Bobo was a Bigfoot hunter, or I think it's Bobo. But you know, a lot of people, but our uh q a session started with like 10 people in this big auditorium that set 500 and it filled up by the time we're done people were just running out of there going you've got to come see these guys and at the toledo fest we thought we were gonna get kicked out of there with uh jay lynch and uh joe quoto and and jason arthur and all them we thought we were gonna get they were gonna boot us because we got benny got raw but people loved him man It was oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was hilarious
0: uh, Jax in the chat rooms, they are pretty fantastic. Thanks, Jax.
1: Yeah. See? You know, Vinny accused some lady of shoplifting. It was just, it just got out of hand. It was.
0: Well, I think, um, I think that it's again, it's not just raising the vibrations of of spirit, you know, but you have, you guys have so much fun that even even the humans enjoy being around you.
1: Well, we, you know, first and foremost, we, you know, I said I, I started playing music when I was nine. I started playing in front of crowds when I was twelve. I started pro wrestling when I was eighteen. Um, I'm an entertainer. I, I, I make no apologies for that. Uh, Funk is an entertainer. He's, he, he's, his dream is to do FM radio. Whose dream is to do FM radio? Um, but we, you know. I, I'm not going to make any apologies that I'm an entertainer. I love to get out and and entertain people, make them feel better, make them laugh, make make them forget about their problems.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's enough stuff out there right now that we don't need to add to it. We can add to it by making people laugh and smile, and this is really great. Um, Okay. Tell me why you sing in the bathtub.
1: Because it's funny. Okay. (laughs) i uh I, I was you know bored during quarantine my wife was uh working uh she was she's a human resources director so she had to direct humans mm-hmm. uh and the resources and my kids uh if you give them time off they will be awake all night and sleep all day so i'm cool. sitting at home i'm sitting at home by my you know pretty much by myself kids sleeping the, in their rooms on the other side of the house and i'm like uh, you know, I'm going to do something dumb. I'm just going to jam in the bathtub and, and see if people want to watch it. And by God, I mean, we did. <laughs> I, I can't believe how many people watch those videos. of me playing, you know, Prince songs in my bathtub is just... But, and also the acoustics are great in my bathroom. Oh, I've got yeah. a huge bathroom. So.
0: Okay, so bathrooms are usually well known for their acoustics. Okay, my yeah. husband's a singer, so I get that. They, they The guys who rehearse in the bathroom was like, dude, no, this sounds great. Okay, I learned. So yeah, I understand that. But it was funny the first time I saw you playing. I was like, "Why is he in the bathtub?" Well, <laughs> you know,
1: and, and that was a compromise because I was originally going to play while sitting on the toilet. So
0: you know, okay, that I would have said would have been George Chaplin move, but no.
1: <laughs> what I did actually, but I did actually do that for uh, my buddy Jason Marsden is uh, he was the voice of Thackeray Binks. Uh He's a child. He was a child actor. Um, he was. Uh, you know uh, Max Goof and the Goofy movies and stuff like that, um, but he uh, he has a, a variety show out of Nashville called the Mars Variety Show, and he was doing quarantine specials. And I did record a, a original song, a blues song about being out of toilet paper while sitting on the toilet. Uh, so it, it ended up it did happen. So oh gosh, I
0: have to go find that. Everybody, if anybody can find that, let me know.
1: I, th- I think I think Jax has seen it.
0: Jax, have you seen this? I need Jax. to have. We need to do a, a, a Was it a movie share or whatever it is that Facebook does?
1: Jax is my confidant. She's my she. Jax is my filter. I I, I send her stuff before I before I release it to make sure. She, if she laughs, then it's funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that she laughs because, as like said, I've watched you and and sometimes I have to I have to stop. I Have to go take a break and then come back and continue to watch this. because you're good y- y'all are funny and it's like when I asked you I don't know how many times I I bugged you about coming on my show and you said yes and I was like she said yes I'm saying okay that's it not letting you go you know, there's oh, no way
1: yeah anytime you want I'm 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 usually available so mm-hmm.
0: now you do you still have your show on Paramania Radio
1: I need uh, the name of it no oh <laughs> I got fired. <laughs>
0: did you piss off Dave?
1: No, I think I was, I was completely unreliable. I, uh, uh, life, you know, I've been, I've been prepping for, you know, prepping for, uh, this movie. I've been in pre-production on this movie, this whole, for the last two months. And I kept missing every, you know, I would, I'd forget to send in my show notes. I'd forget to send it. I couldn't even record drops. I was, I was unreliable. I deserved it. It was completely 100% my fault. So, uh, but, yeah so what we started doing though is like this format how you're doing this here is Mm -hmm. this is what we're we started doing this wednesday again we uh audio audio podcasts are dead uh nobody listens to audio only podcasts anymore it's got to be video so uh on big n funky productions big n the letter n funky productions youtube page um we did our first show wednesday uh with it was me, Trav- or me, Vinny and Candy, and it was it was it was fun. We talked about a lot of so, but I think the video is going to be the way to go. Uh, we we were smart, and we were like, we're going to do this Sunday every Sunday at six o'clock. We're going to do our show, and then we realized that our our movie filming schedule for the next six weeks is on Sundays. And Mondays, so we can't do the show. So it's going to be Wednesdays at seven o'clock on uh okay, on our because yeah.
0: Sundays I'd be like I'd have to leave my show just to go to your show and I <laughs> just like, wait too fast. So when it we'll
1: we, we'd so be, be at telling. seven, we'd be at seven, so it wouldn't overlap. You know, and that that was one of the things we took into it because I am a huge fan of everything, uh, everything LEP Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so like my favorite my favorite uh, podcast that's not Joe Rogan is uh. Is uh, stirring Jay Lynch is stirring the pot, uh, it's uh, and and I love watching uh, Tina and Tina, uh, and you know, I love I love their I love all their shows, so I and then your show I knew it was on earlier on Sundays, mm-hmm. so we- all uh, that's a a lot of consideration with with you know, people that I like and respect and, and that I- we didn't put our shows on at the same time.
0: Oh, I would have figured out a way to get over to your show anyway, so it's not a big deal. Uh, Whoever my guest was, okay, but I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> love you but
1: there's guys yeah. you know. but uh you know when you when you do the audio only format you know usually you get stuck into an you know you have to do exactly an hour and mm. you have to do you know because you're you're uploading it to different the audio places that only will let you put in a certain amounts of times and i really don't like watching or just listening to a podcast uh, i like watching watching them you know i i uh, people are like, well, you know, you can just put your earphones in when you lift weights. Well, I've got, you know, a, my, my weight set is over there in this room. My TV is here. I just turn the PlayStation on to YouTube, and I watch podcasts while I lift weights every morning.
0: There you go. You should make sure that you, you watch Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. The Fox Den is where I co-host Regina. So, oh. <laughs> it's in the chat room, and if you notice over your, whoops, over your head, there's a Fox Den because she she oh. coerced me into being her co-host,
1: and well now, good good uh, the, the more podcasts you can do, the better the more you can get your voice out there and just talk and, and get to know people the better now I want to I, I pointed over to the TV and i I, I feel bad because i I re- just realized how culturally uh divergent and and just just devoid I am as a human being. Uh, last night, I watched Hamilton, and Hamilton was a masterpiece it's on Disney plus. Uh, I was in awe of the musical Hamilton. It was maybe the, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And now I'm watching Warrior Nun. Oh, I watched it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this, this, is, this is how stupid I am as a human being. I'm watching, I went no, from I'm Hamilton gonna, to Warrior Nun.
0: But I will be checking out Hamilton now, but i watched Warrior None. It was freaking awesome. I'm sorry
1: Hamilton <laughs> Hamilton, Hamilton is so good and so fast paced and the music and the singing and uh, it, oddly enough the rapping it's it's actually a very urban uh, take on thing uh, on on Alexander Hamilton. but uh, it is almost exhausting to watch because you're like, how are these actors? how how are they doing this how are they keeping going how these guys must these guys must you know 112 miles a day uh to keep that cardio up and their voices and uh mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it for you but king george is the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life uh on on that you have to yeah you have to you have everybody should definitely check hamilton out on disney plus okay
0: so i'm i'm lucky i have disney plus so i will be watching it I don't think I have anything else tonight. No, actually I think I do have a show later tonight. I can I can never get things straight. I need to actually have somebody <laughs> remind me of who, what, when, where, and why. And I really dislike when people cancel the shows and forget to not- make notification of it on Facebook.
1: Well so see that's that's that. that's why that's 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 why I don't work for Paramania Radio anymore.
0: Well, I started my, my career on radio with Paramania Radio. And I was spoiled because everybody said, oh, you've got the perfect voice for radio. And I'd be like, what's wrong with the (laughs) (laughs)
1: fates? It
0: doesn't work, you know. And uh, I I lasted, I think, Dave lasted, I think, about a year, maybe two. I'm not sure. I can never remember. But I started back in 2015, and it was like, it was fun. And I got addicted to it. And so here I am now.
1: And Dr. Dave, the uh, producer there, the owner-producer, he's a great guy. Yes. and, you know, me and him had a little bit in common here, really, because I've lost, uh, in the last year, I've lost 100 pounds. In the last year he's lost, or the last, I think, two years, he's lost, like, 250 pounds. And it's uh, that's inspiring to me. Anybody that wants to, and, you know, anybody that, that can lose that much weight, good God.
0: Yeah, but that's true. You did say that you look good shirtless and you're supposed to do my shirt.
1: Well, I'm wearing I'm wearing a t I'm wearing a tank top. What are you gonna We're do? We're in a tank you know? top. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll, I'll take the points. We get to see the tats and stuff. But uh, but yeah, is there anything aside from creating your own movie that you haven't done so far that you guys want to do, either you and with the team or just you in general?
1: Um there's always gonna be stuff that pops up that I wanna do uh, and it's like uh, I wanna make a bigger movie. Uh, after this after this one wraps and if it if it makes enough money to uh, I've got an idea that I can't release because I've got a, a a very good friend of mine doing me a favor writing. The, I gave him the idea and he's writing a script for this movie. Uh, I want to do that, but that's going to cost probably a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand dollars to make. Um, but I want to do it. Uh, yeah. There's there's uh, you know we did have a goal of getting on a network television. You know we had a show on Fox, uh, but now that's not our goal. We don't. I don't want to do any of that. Um, I want to, we want to do independent stuff, but what I really want to do is I, I just want to, I want to to do things that I've never done before is not the thing. I want to go out and meet people I've never met before. I want to go out and hang with people. I want to go, uh, you know, get to know everybody, uh, that, you know, I know on Facebook, I, I just want to go out and entertain the, them and meet them as, as human beings. Uh, because, you know, just after the quarantine and everything, I'm, and then when quarantine ended, the worst. I live in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's a tourist town, and it flooded. We are uh, we have more people in this town right now than we've ever had, and it's been like that since Memorial Day. And they're horrible. It's the worst of people. They are just terrible. I want to go out and meet. I want to. Ha- I just want to go out and have fun with people. Yeah. You know. But I, but I, I
0: understand wanna... what you mean by the new the people where where I live. It's a small town, and and we have some some uh, spots where people can go swimming in the ra- in the rapids across the wa- the rocks, and and it's it's out you know it's it's a great place, and people come from all over. But this year, the people that have come from all over are nasty, sloppy, dirty. Uh, uh, stay away.
1: Because if I don't stay away, that... my
0: daughter will kick my ass.
1: Yeah, here they're just, it's just that people are coming in are rude. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I understand if they don't want to go with the social distancing, they don't want to wear a mask. I understand that. Look, your your freedom, your rights, whatever Mm -hmm. you got to do. But people are getting, like, violent about it. Like, you know, they're getting mad. They're yelling at each other. And my favorite thing is when I walk through town, I'm away to my part-time job. I will walk through town and walk past just mobs of people in every every group, little group. You hear somebody, why are there so many people here? I'm like, but you're people. You're here. Why would you ask why somebody else is here? Ask, why are you here? You know, you hear people complain, nobody's social distancing. You're not social distancing. It's... it's, it's, I'm a positive, happy guy, and and it's it's really tested my my limits yeah. <laughs> of positivity did, and I happiness. I did see you
0: go off um, on on something uh, a while back. Uh, I call it a PSA. You gave your opinion, and, and I was so 100 percent behind it. It was about um, the cops and and thing like that. What happened with with and it was like. Okay, this is nice and that's where I found that you were an ex-cop and I was like, "Okay, let's listen." And Yeah. Cuz you you make sense.
1: Well, there's there's a whole there's a misconception of, uh, where people don't understand um, that a lot of cops don't like you know, people act like, like cops wake up in the morning and go, "I'm going to go oppress some black people today." Yeah. Um, but there there there's a few that do. Yeah. But for the most part, Cops don't, you know, don't want to go out and write you a ticket. Yeah. They, they would. Uh, I was the cop that I would pull you over, and if you were going twenty five over the limit, you got a ticket because you knew you were speeding. Yeah. But if you were going fifteen over, I'd give you the option. I'm going to give you a ticket. or I'm going to give you the speech. You know. I and I, I'm yeah. going to and and the speech. You know. I said. And it's the truth. Is I've I've scraped people I know out of out of ditches. I've scraped people I don't know out of ditches. I don't want to scrape any more people out of ditches. Yeah. you know, So slow down. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I didn't want people to die. I wanted people to be safe. And most cops are like that. But there is a problem in law enforcement that's not so much to do with the cops. It's to do with the system that has, uh, uh, you know, where cops are paid to enforce unjust laws, but they didn't write the laws. Yeah. They're just paid. They're just paid to enforce them, yeah. and you could say, "Oh, well, you know, the Nazis were just following orders." But they we're not. Their cops aren't Nazis. Yeah, no. cop, mo- most cops are really good people, um, and, and again, some aren't. My parents were both cops. Um, my brother's a cop. I. I was a cop. Mean the one that told you to get Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, okay. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's, you know, we, we all know people that suck, and they shouldn't, you know, but you go to any job, and there's people that suck.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know? right. exactly. Uh,
1: Gina wants to know what about the quotas? <laughs> quotas, uh, quotas are illegal, and there's not a single police department in America that will tell you to, that you have to go write a certain amount of tickets. It, uh, and to get away from doing quotas, because uh, they did do quotas in, in the 80s. I think they stopped it in the early 90s. Um, and they uh, to get away from that, instead of, if, 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 if I wrote a ticket in Gatlinburg, the, the fine money doesn't go to the city of Gatlinburg. It goes to the state for the general fund. So all fines go to the general fund of the state in every state. There's no such thing as quotas. Now, that being said, have I been told, Luke, you don't write enough tickets? Plenty of times. I have wrote maybe in 11 years, hundred. we had ticket books of 25, and I might have wrote five of those. So I might have wrote 125 tickets in 11 years because, hey, man, if you don't have insurance, the odds are it's not because you didn't want to have insurance. It's because mm-hmm. you can't afford it. It's because you can't afford yeah. it. I can sympathize with that. But there's laws that are dumb, too. Like, I mean, I'm t- I have to take people to jail for driving on a suspended license because they couldn't afford to pay a ticket that they got that was a dumb ticket to begin with. Yeah. I, that, why is somebody going to jail over a suspended driver's license? That's not a crime. That's a, that's a, a budget problem. You know, and I said a lot of these laws just are are, are dumb. But um, so, yeah, there's no quotas. That's 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 a myth. That's something people like to say. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the chief will tell you occasionally, Luke, you, you know, you got to write some more tickets. You got to you got to you got to try to, you know, but me, I, I'm not going to write tickets. I was out there walking around town meeting people and giving them directions and, you know, telling stories I uh, that was that was just me
0: yeah uh this is it Scott Stevenson says same in the UK but if your amount of tickets drops uh, there's no quotas but if you don't you know it's it's an yeah. like I said unwritten it's a rule without being written it's just kind of like yeah I know it
1: well and then there is there's some cops that will get into the you know kind of Uh, contests with other cops who could write more tickets and stuff like that and that to me i complained about that that was one of the things i complained about um and you know people will say all the time now you see uh well you know it takes good cops standing up and and to 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 stop the bad cops Uh, you're right it does and there's a reason big luke is not a cop anymore because he stood up Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that's (laughs) why that's what happens
1: and that's the system you you put you know good old boys in charge of stuff or you 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 have yeah. cliques you have but you have and again you look at it that in in law enforcement but it's at every job is the yes. same i've worked other the jobs every yeah. job you know look at law enforcement as as your job as everybody's job there's those same people are at every job
0: oh yeah Oh yeah, and it, like you said, it's not like law enforcement. It's it's a job. It's people who do it, who really do it, care about what they're doing. Like you, that was something that you wanted to do. You want to be able to help people, and you have like you got your your idiots in that department. And then I mean, I'm a cashier at, at a convenience store, and everybody knows me. You don't you don't pull no BS with me. But there are those who are idiots, and and that's that's putting it nicely, <clears throat> but. <laughs> but it's it's you have that type of people everywhere uh, it's just that unfortunately they right now they're seem to be coming out of the freaking woodwork
1: well i wish people would understand when i you know i said i there's no way logically you can uh, you can support defund the police but you can 100% support restructure the laws it's mm-hmm. not the police it's the laws that yeah. that that are the problem uh, there's a lot of unjust, unfair, and just plain stupid laws. Yeah. The fact that the fact that I could buy, I could go to Illinois, buy a, a bag of marijuana. I don't smoke marijuana um, much. Uh, I could go to, <laughs> I could go to uh-huh. Illinois, buy a bag of marijuana, walk around with it, uh, put it in my pocket, drive to Tennessee, and now I'm a criminal.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: How does that make sense?
0: Well, it's legal here. The only thing is, drinking age in in Quebec, where I live, is eighteen. But to buy pot, you have to be twenty one. I was like, okay. see,
1: I, 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 any cop will tell you this, uh, and this is a well known fact. I would much rather people smoke all the marijuana they can smoke instead, and I would and not drink.
0: Yeah, because uh, all they would do is is stuff their faces and fall asleep
1: yeah and it's not and a diet
0: they, <laughs> they're not,
1: they're not they're not beating their spouses or wrecking yeah. cars and uh, you know get driving drunk is that's that's the thing that that kind of annoyed me with the Atlanta case uh, where they people kept saying, well, he was just passed out in a drive the guy was just passed out in a drive through drunk. It's like, yeah, he was driving his car. You know how many people die from DUI accidents, yeah. including the driver? That's a crime. You don't call a counselor for something like that. That's a that's a violent. That's a potential, very high potential violent crime to drive drunk. Mm-hmm. That was that was one of my big things, man. I made so many DUI arrests, I <laughs> because I could I could not stand. You know, again, I I picked up, I've dealt with too many dead people right. to 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 want to to want to see live people dead and i've i've had way too many friends die of opioids so if i found opioids i would uh, i would prosecute you to the to the full extent of the law yeah you know but if i found marijuana i'd probably throw it away you know i would I never squirrels
0: go crazy in the trees but yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know i said to me it was that's that was we called it selective enforcement and i think that selective uh, my version of selective enforcement was more rooted in common sense this okay yeah. opioids kill people i don't want my friends dead drunk driving kills people i don't want my friends dead speeding kills people i don't want my friends dead but uh, some of the other stuff just, just tick tac dumb i mean why am I, I i get pulled i got pulled over so many times i had a red mustang i got pulled over so many times for absolutely nothing i got pulled over four times for not wearing a seat belt that i was wearing uh, why? Why? And and I'd look at the cop. But why are you? Why are you pulling me over? You know, I was getting rude with them. I never, still, never got a ticket in my life. But, um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's just, but you know, pulling people over for you know cracked tail lights, a headlight out—that's that's, that's just—it's yeah. dumb. You know, it's it Says
0: uh DUI is pre, a is premeditated crime. one hundred percent is designated drivers are free.
1: Yeah, and, and you, you know got we got. We got Uber here. Uh, we've got taxis. Uh, Funkmaster V owns Uptown Cabs. or Funkmaster V's Uptown Cabs are renowned. It's a taxi service. He's the owner of it. His wife is uh, probably who would be picking you up if you're ever in Sevier County. Don't drive drunk. Ride with the Funk. Funkmaster V's Uptown Cabs of renown. You like that commercial?
0: Yes, I did. I liked it very much. And you know what? The Thing is, with this show, I also upload the audio to Anchor FM, and it goes up uh-huh. to eight different places. So Funkmaster V now has his, will have his, <laughs> his commercial all over the
1: place. Yeah, and, and said if 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 his wife picks you up, she is a human care bear. She is the sweetest oh. woman on the planet. I almost feel like I like I I my car's parked in in town, and I'm like I'm just gonna call Julie, get a ride, so I can see Julie for a while. Hi, Julie. Yeah, you know, she's says <laughs> she is she's a, a, a human without flaw. I think it's just one of the best people I've ever met. So uptown okay. cabs are renowned.
0: There we go. Uptown cabs with Julie and Funkmaster <laughs> B.
1: And Funkmaster <laughs> B. Well,
0: you no, know, in my books, the the wives always come first. Sorry.
1: No, and 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 in in his life is the, the wife comes first. She's the best. Yeah. <laughs> she's, Vinny would, would be nowhere without her.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure she is amazing, and, and that was probably the best decision he made in his life. That's it 100% was. Yes. You know, and when people say that, you know, like my husband will always tell me, you know, you're crazy. I, wait, Wait a minute. Who's crazier, me or the one who married me? Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I may be crazy, but he's just totally nuts. There you go. But, you know,
1: th- that's the secret to relationships, though, is, you know, get, you, you guys got to give each other some 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 crap and you got to, yeah. f- you know, forgive each other and love each other and play with each other and, and, you know, let each other do what the other one wants to do. And then that's that's just that's love.
0: That's know? right. And, and and he can tell me I'm, a, you know, I've done something wrong and stupid, which is rare. Or I can tell him the same thing, which is more often than not. But, you know, hey, I always win.
1: Yeah, I was but, married. I, I was married before to this woman that wouldn't let me do a thing. Like if it was this day and age where I'm out doing filming shows, filming movies, doing podcasts every week, she'd be you, you're not spending any time with me. And then she'd want to go sit on the couch and watch TV. I was like, Well, this isn't spending time. I'm not a sit be, on the couch yes. watch TV kind of guy, you know. Is mm-hmm. <laughs> it? You gotta, you gotta. That's my secret to everybody out there listening that doesn't have a relationship with a significant other right now is. Find your own space and give your partner space. Oh, space is beautiful. Let them do what they want to do. Chase their dreams as dumb as it is.
0: (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I remind my wife how lucky she is to have me regularly. (laughs) I I think the person in that relationship that is the very most lucky is you. Because Scott has a wife and three beautiful daughters. So he's surrounded by love.
1: God, how could you handle three daughters? Oh, that's got to be a nightmare. <laughs> I, I've got one, and I got to tell you, she's my favorite human being on the planet. Um, you know, my son obviously is very close. Yeah. Uh, he's my son, um, but oh my, she, my daughter is the best. But I couldn't imagine having three of them.
0: Yeah, well, oh. Scott has three, and and they and and they love him madly.
1: You know, a very once <laughs> I, I, want to, I want to pass on some information since it popped in my head. A very wise. A
0: bad man in previous life. That's
1: what. <laughs> a very wise, wise man who had a son and a daughter, just like I do, gave me a, 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 a words of wisdom that is held true to this day. And he said that uh, he goes, "Look, your son, that's your pride and joy. He's that. That's you know, that's little you. He's your pride and joy. He goes, your daughter, that's your heart and soul." And oh man, there's no no truer words a man has ever said to me than that cause my the, man, my daughter is she's she's my heart and soul. My son, he could fart and I'd be like, Yeah, Mikey, yeah, that was awesome. You
0: know. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, no, I think I believe every man should start their their family out with a little girl in their oh,
1: life.
0: Because you know,
1: mm, I didn't, I, I, you know, I, I was, I was never one of those to think, you know, of which one I wanted, you know, everybody's like, what do you want, a boy or a girl? I was like, I want it to be alive and breathing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, that's all I care about. And when I saw when she was born, it was hilarious. Uh, I had two kids that died at birth, uh, with my previous wife, um, Tommy and Jacob. And so I was really nervous about yeah. this, about this, but Man, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm sitting there going, I'm not going to look. That's gross. I'm not going to look. It's, and then the nurse goes, ah, look, she's got hair on her head. And so I just, Phew. I'm looking. I was like, she doesn't have hair on her head. Come back up to my wife. She's got hair on her head. Get back down there. And then all of a sudden her face popped out. And then, you know, childbirth goes That's much it. quicker, much quicker mm-hmm. than people think. And that whole baby popped out. And she took a breath and she her face, her cheeks, just went, Big Luke passed out.
0: You, you, you were toast after that.
1: I felt so much love. I've never felt love like that before. I just said, "I love that thing more than anything in the world," and I just hit the floor. I, and then I get up and I didn't even look at my wife or the kid. I ran out of the the hospital room and jumped onto my dad. And I'm six foot eight. My dad's about six foot. And I jumped onto my dad in a hug. And goes, "I got a baby girl. I got a baby girl. I got a baby girl." Lori wants a, a cheeseburger. And then I ran back in the room. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: well, um, um, my first child uh, was a girl, and my husband has been toast ever since. Oh God! Uh, my eldest son just had a baby girl last August, and he was, you know, like and now he's like toast. You know, it's like she can do no wrong. Oh God! Yeah, yeah,
1: And you know, when you're a grown man and you're 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 laying down on the ground, you know, coloring Barbie, you're coloring coloring books and playing with barbies and getting your nails painted uh there's nothing but like my daughter once uh painted my nails sparkly blue and i and i kept it uh for about two weeks and people like man, what's wrong with you got your nails and i'm like i got a daughter and then they're like oh ah, all right makes sense (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: yeah Oh yeah, you should get your daughter. Uh, when 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 my daughter was little, she, I had curlers cause back in the day. I used curlers, not hide iron. And she, she, her father would sit down on the floor while she would do his hair. And now he <laughs> doesn't have as much hair left. <laughs> I'm yeah, because sure she pulled it out or he pulled it out doing it. Yeah, but you got I've, a lot I've, of hair. She could have I've, fun with.
1: Yeah, she's not touching my hair. It's, she's
0: come on, Dad. Let her give it a braid.
1: She's great though. She she's an artist. She's uh, great. Uh, She's a great artist. Uh, she's learning how to play guitar. Uh, she's a gamer. She loves her video games, but she likes like zombie games, and so I couldn't mm. be more proud of that. And here is the thing: she's fifteen years old, and she loves, loves, loves Pink Floyd. Oh, oh man, I nice. am so, so, so happy that she loves Pink Floyd. It's just it, it, it you know, because I grew up, you know, everybody was like Beatles or Elvis or the Rolling Stones. I was like, oh no, man, it's Pink Floyd, and, and then Elvis because he's the king but the fact that my daughter has got that deep of a soul because people that don't like pink floyd i'm like you probably i I just don't think you get it because you're probably not that deep of a person but (laughs) (laughs) to be honest to be honest you know i mean if you can't listen to shine on You crazy diamond for 45 minutes and go i figured out the secrets of life then you you know, then there's probably something wrong with you. You probably, you know, you might have uh, got crabs. I don't know. These thing, this things, these things happen.
0: <laughs> crabs of the brain. Well, my darling, it has now been an hour and fifteen minutes. So this is we've had fun.
1: Oh yeah, it's good times.
0: Yeah, I just have to go feed the hubby now. Otherwise, he might eat my dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't eat the dog. <laughs> no. That's that's how COVID gets started. You don't want to do that.
0: No, that was bats. We just batch it crazy in his house. We don't eat well, I thank you very much for joining me. And like I said, if there's anything that needs to be published and pushed, please let me know. I will. And angel metals radio will
1: share it like mine. All right. Well, let me throw the plugs out. ASY TV, ASY TV on Roku, Firestick, Apple TV, and the plain old internet at a Uh, if you, if you sign up, it's a subscription because it's all independent shows. There's tons of independent shows. We do, uh, threes working on four, uh, running with ghosts. It happened to me haunted graves. And we're working on one called, uh, big and funky, uh, the big and funky show, which is going to be a comedy show. Um, Please subscribe and use the promo code Funky, and then we actually get paid, which is nice. I, I like getting paid. Uh, and Big N Funky Productions, Big N Letter N Funky Productions uh, on YouTube. Give us a subscribe. Uh, we lost like thousands of subscriptions for some reason. They just, they didn't unsubscribe; just YouTube removed them. Uh, so we got to get back up to a thousand here. Uh, so. Please go subscribing if you don't want to listen to us or watch us, but you're going to want to. We're a rabbit hole you yes. want to travel down. There's a lot of weird, avant garde, funny stuff. Uh, you'll know what, hey, whoa, wheezy, you're too close to my Bob Loans. So you'll know what that means, and you're going to laugh your butt off.
0: Yep, heard it before. Well, thank you again very much, and um, I might get you to come back again soon.
1: Anytime, and you should probably get Vinny on uh, Funkmaster B because. Because yes. he's uh, he owns these things. I I tend to stay a little more lucid. That guy is Funk Master V twenty four hours a day. Yeah. So well, he's. You tell
0: you tell Vinny that um, I have some openings in November, and he might be my birthday guest if I can track him down.
1: Yeah, do that. Yeah. Do that.
0: There you go.
1: Look, right, at you everybody... booked up through, booked up through November. Good Lord, yes. I'm not even booked up next week. I'll
0: to get you there. <laughs> 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 All right, I love you. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for hanging in. And we'll see you again next weekend.
1: Much love, y'all.